0: Hey, what's up? And welcome to another episode of EST, the podcast for established church leaders by established church leaders. My name is Josh King, and Sam Rayner, my good brother and friend, is on the show. What's up, brother?
1: Not much, actually. I've got a big day in front of me because my wife and I are purchasing a new home, a mile and a half from our current home. So that's a that'll uh, be an easier move. It is that's, an that's easier helpful. move. Um, we've this place popped up. Rates are right and um we're going to we're going to we're going to get it we're going to go get it so if you get it that's good it's either spend our money on a renovation on our current house or go buy a house that's already renovated and you know what i think i'm going to take the one that's already renovated we've been chatting my
0: wife and i because uh interest rates are so low and um we could refinance or it would even be better to move and we've only been in our house a year and a half and we're <laughs> thinking about moving we could save so much money by moving into the nicest Country club neighborhood oh. in our city. Oh, if we just
1: of, are you one of those, Josh?
0: I don't play golf, but I do <sighs> like manicured lawns. I'm a big fan of manicured things.
1: <laughs> you are particular, and I am too. So I can't. I can't, I can't really. I, I can't dog you for being particular. I um, see your face. I know we, we've got. So we've got video, and you know this is something, and we should have talked about this before we went on air. But maybe we should post. Our, we should record our videos as well and post them <laughs> on YouTube, and then people then will be people, so. Disu- then people will be so disappointed. They're like, "Oh, I thought those guys look like and that they, they, they like they look like that." Ugh. They'll also see the times that we're making faces about what each other's saying. And now, now we get to, now we get to see but, each other's faces. Right? that's the fun. <laughs> that's the, no, I'll get to see you guys posting on Twitter uh, while I'm talking is what I'll get to see. Uh, <laughs> Speaking But hey, of we got to, we got to talk about, we've got to talk about Church Initiative. Um, they, they have been so good to us. They have. Um, as a sponsor. And, and, you know, it's not only, they've got, it's a, it's a, I love the organization. I love the people that are there, but it's their resources that really help the church and and while I could talk about the people that that run church initiative um and just speak volumes about how the how just how good how good they've been to us, it's really the resources we want to get into the hands of our listeners of course and so I want to tell you about grief share we've you know we've been we've been talking about church initiative generally the last few weeks, but let's just talk about grief share specifically um it is a ministry that equips churches to help people go through difficult seasons of life it's got all sorts of great trusted experts that are built into the resource. You've got Dr. Crawford Loritz, Dr. Larry Crabb, H. Norman Wright. I mean, these these are great names, respected names. You know. names. names people know. Yeah, names, yeah, names people know. Um, and the guide that they've provided, they're going to help you better understand uh, those who are bereaved and equip them. Um, it's a really helpful resource. Easy, easy read, easy way to implement in your church. Uh, go check out Grieve Share. And here's the thing. I, I was actually scrolling on their website. This isn't in their the copy that they gave us, but it's on their website. It's a no risk guarantee. Mm. That's try it. So, yeah. look through the materials, show them to your lay leaders, view the videos for 30 days. And if for some reason you choose not to use Griefshare, um, they'll gladly return the money. Um, so you can't, you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. So go check it out. So where do you go get this? Griefshare.org forward slash EST. Griefshare.org forward slash EST. Go, go get, mm-hmm. uh, go get your resource. And, um, we'd love for you guys to check it out. Yes. That's it. Uh, that's it. That's all. And it, meant- it, it, enough, enough of the sponsor. They're great. <laughs> They're great
0: sponsors, and we want you to check them out. Uh, we, You mentioned Twitter, um, that Micah and I will tweet while we're recording. It's a, it's a pet peeve of the Sam. Um, we try not to do it very much. We just stopped tagging him um, so that it wouldn't bother him. <laughs> you know, we didn't stop it. We just stopped tagging him. But um, Twitter last night... Um, an article kind of floated across, just kind of floated across my Twitter sphere right there. And I don't even follow the, uh, the gentleman who wrote this, but it does bring up a topic. I thought that we would, I thought you and I would like to talk about because, you know, here's the irony of it. You actually text Sam and, or Mike and I, um, what was it last week talking about pulpits? You were, I did, you were going to get a new one. Well, Okay. Or something like
1: that well, we're considering it for several different reasons. I love the pulpit that I use actually it's mm-hmm. the original pulpit, but we have some sound issues in our worship space, and apparently the pulpit is large enough to cause, <laughs> to cause, cause sound some reflective issue. sound issues. you know you've got a big pulpit <laughs> when it causes reverb in your worship space and and Josh. Uh, I like big pulpits and I cannot lie. I like big pulpits. Other brothers cannot (laughs) deny.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And that's really – so, the article uh, or it was an opinion piece, an opine, um, which I want to be very clear on. We're not saying that the author felt, uh, you know, small pulpits are a sin. That's not what he said. Uh, There is, however, this sort of – the way that I read it, uh, this is my opine – is that there was these two divides. There's the big pulpits who are reformed, sturdy, confident in the word of God. And then there are these easy-bitsy little kind of like music stands that they're so wishy-washy and they wear their skinny jeans, you know, that sort of stuff. And, and then you
1: have the stuff that Micah preaches from like a stool and a table. And it's that's a for stool heretics. And the table. Yeah, of course. he's.
0: Um, but I think he would be in what the author described, the $20 Ikea creaky table uh group. He's over there on the non masculine. And did the article really say that? The twenty dollar IKEA table? What was it? Uh a generation of pastors yearns for the freedom to preach from an actual pulpit, not a twenty dollar IKEA table or a fourth grade music stand.
1: Oh. Wow. That's not um <laughs> derogatory at all. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh man, these kind of posts just make I me I think
1: want to- the author might be trying to overcompensate a little bit there. That's a bit bold. This here's my big truck. My big pulpit. <laughs> I care And you big know you say that I just I just put a lift kit on my Wrangler. I've got <laughs> I've got 35s on it now. Not That's only not-, not only listen. And I I'm not I, nobody would ever accuse me of being a redneck or a good old boy because I'm none of those things. And not but, that there's anything wrong with that. No, not, not at all. No, not no, I, I'm people. really – no, I, I, mm-hmm. I don't think that at all. I'm just saying I got a big pulpit and I got thirty. I got 35s on my Jeep Wrangler now. I think you win. I,
0: I think, think I do you win. win. You are <laughs> the most manly. Um, you know, don't and, give uh, me
1: that music stand and a Corolla. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> give me the big pulpit. And the and the jeep with the big tires. <laughs> oh
0: man. I just you know, I just have a pushback against anything like this. I, I can't stand I I cannot stand the constant derogatory nature towards skinny jeans. I cannot stand um the derogatory nature towards those who wear suits and ties. It doesn't matter. Stop making teams. Of the group, stop dividing everybody into little smaller teams that we can fight, and you can hide behind your giant pulpit, you know, or whatever you're doing with it, and yelling at these people. So it did my rise a My pulpit has more of, square
1: footage than my house.
0: <laughs> that's a Florida thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do have small homes here, no doubt. So that's no doubt. that's just you know. Um, I don't know what, what's your initial. I, you said your initial reaction is like, "Wow!" That's,
1: oh, this my know. visceral. Re, I, I haven't sure. read the article, so I probably shouldn't comment on it. But I will. I'll comment on the. <laughs> it's the our section. podcast. Yeah, we the, can the, do yeah, whatever we want. The, we're great podcasters, man. We just read a headline <laughs> and comment on it. Um, I, you know, I, my the, the visceral reaction to the just the little line that you just read is uh, we. I've got better things to do than to worry mm-hmm. about someone's opinion about a pulpit but but it is a real issue and and the the core issue here is um you know the the image that you put forth you know, in your worship space, the image that you put forth in you know, in your church, you know, how you look is important. I, I'm one of those like I don't I don't really care about how you dress all that much. Just make sure that you are somewhat presentable. I don't mm-hmm. wear a tie or anything um in, in the service and I don't have a problem with someone who wears jeans. But the you know, I personally this is just personal opinion. The the forty five year old man in skinny jeans that are all ragged and the t shirt that, you know, looks like a skirt um, it, it It's a little, it's a little much. It's like, all right, dude, it's, you can wear that if you want. Like, it doesn't bother me, but are you trying too hard? Like, mm-hmm. are, you, are, are you, you know, are you trying too hard there? Um, Which but, I think is true. I think you'd admit that too, is the the people who
0: are obsessed with the cufflinks and the matching pocket square and the, the tie, yeah. you know. Same principle. It's the same way of trying too hard. And so, what I'm like is
1: like, dude, you want to wear that? Wear it. I don't, I don't care. Be clean. Be modest. And yeah, that's a good. I, I think that's probably in terms of your image as a pastor, and you know, w- the thing that you're trying to portray on a Sunday morning, uh, clean and modest. I think that's a. I think that's a good. That that's a that's a good guideline. Whatever that mm-hmm. is for you. Yeah. Um, I don't wear a suit and ties, and I I I I wouldn't even know what to do with a pocket square other than wipe my nose on it. I mean, I <laughs> I don't think I've ever done the pocket square thing. but And, and again, you know, I want us to be extremely clear here. We are
0: not saying there's anything wrong with one or the other. In fact, that's what we're pushing against. That This kind of article that pushes to say, uh, I mean, there's a number of what I would call derogatory or at least dismissive um, comments within it. The article equates uh, r- smaller lecterns, uh, things to hold papers up on to uh, the emergent church Uh, so
1: the smaller the pulpit the smaller the theology
0: that would be now there are some that are fighting back and saying that's not what he's saying it's implied Uh, it's implied at least I would say it's very clearly implied that there's a less confidence in the word of God if you have a smaller pulpit or don't have a pulpit which was some of the comments are being like well Jesus didn't use a pulpit so uh, get over it and I think there's some validity to that. I just think that, like we said, we could we could parse this out. I think there's a validation issue here. I think there are people who need validation in certain things. I feel like there are certain groups of people who do not feel validated in their ministry or in their position unless they are on, like, a, a, a hip stage and they're dressed really hip and they've got the lighting and the cool graphics. Like, graphics could be another way. Like, if you don't have like really amazing sermon graphics, are you really even communicating, you
1: know? Right. Which is the, the same thing. It's this, it's the same argument. Just replace graphics with hymnals. Sure. Sure. I mean, same thing.
0: There's a lot of validity issues here. and, And what I'm saying is even bringing the topic up shows that there's a, there's a quest for validity outside of what you're, you are preaching a message that does not need validity. It is valid on its face. So, just preach the word, shut up and sit down. That's kind of
1: <laughs> preach the gospel, die and be forgotten.
0: Uh, that's like, a better that way to say
1: that. that probably um, that sounds uh, like count, that might stick count Zinzendorf. For if, years, if I'm not, yeah. if I do uh, no, count right. of Zinzendorf or something like that, I should probably <laughs> know my church history better. Now, here's the thing I will say this with our pulpit, with the way the, our architecture is in our church, there's a story behind it, there's a history behind it. We are, this is the established church, pod, the, the, the podcast oh, yeah. for established churches. So if you're like, hey, there's an actual history behind this. Um there's a story behind it. Um, you know, so-and-so was a pastor 100 years ago, and they crafted this pulpit from the oak tree out back when it got struck by lightning. I mean, that part to me is – I love that part. So, that's pretty cool. So, you know, if yeah. you're tying into the legacy and the history of the church and there's a story behind it, and that's why we have this giant pulpit or that's why we have uh, this this music stand, you know, I don't know, Cliff Barrow's back in the day used this music stand, you mm-hmm. know, in one of Billy Graham's crusades and – not mu- yeah, music stand, I'm saying that mm-hmm. right. Yeah. um you know okay great i mean that's fascinating uh so i actually i i like you know for our listeners you know if you've got a whatever style you use to me style is okay you you kind of want to be up with the times of course but if there's a story that's where we can all celebrate each other's stories so sure. you know the reason that i wear these cufflinks is because they were given to be my, my great Grandfather who was a preacher, you know, a circuit riding preacher or whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. that's cool. No, I don't mm-hmm. think that circuit riders probably would have worn cufflinks, but you get my point. Um, they weren't right with God. No, just the circuit riders were on horses. So it, uh, I no, don't see I them like dressing. I know lots of preachers don't wear cufflinks. So I'm just messing with you. I, I know. I'm just, I'm just, like, I love the story of it all. If that's your position, is there's, there's like, I'm connected to this, whatever it is, in some way. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's cool. I like and that. And cool. If you're yeah, trying just to look look the part because you want to look the part, uh, y- there might be some – you might want to ask yourself about, you know, the levels of insecurities there, right? I mean, sure. if, if I'm wearing also, skinny jeans because I just feel like I, I need to be that person and, and it's like nobody needs to see me in skinny jeans. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next step would be whether or not you're criticizing those who do not
0: uh, exactly. use what you're yeah. using. Yeah, and, and if, you're, if you're criticizing –
1: which some may argue that we're doing right now, um, but if you're, if you're, if, you know, <laughs> if you're criticizing somebody for, you know, the size of a pulpit or the way they look, yeah, that's probably not. not Stop it. The other, I think, so there's a validation issue to me,
0: and then there's a very closely related cousin to that is this masculinity, uh, this this uh, attempt to prove one's masculinity, which. I don't know necessarily whether or not that article, but it does. It's related. Uh, it, it comes out a lot to where I'm more of a man, and it gets real dangerous when you're. I think the twist is this: look, we've all dealt with this. We were all in high school. We were all in junior high, where everybody is trying to push their masculinity. If you're, you know, a male, and so we've been in that before. But um, what happens is when you are this 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 spiritualized version, where you are more of a man of God. If you do these things, if you preach this way, and we had a conversation on the preacher's voice, uh, which yeah, has we did, some it's kind of a similar validation. It's, yeah,
1: it's, it's it's a little different, but it's it's in the it's in the same vein, I guess. Now, yeah. what's what's strange is for our female listeners, I don't know that this maybe maybe it's because I'm not a woman, but um, boy, that's a profound statement. Um, Good. I I don't know that this happened. Uh, is there a female version of this? You, Prob- I, no. and I probably shouldn't comment on it because I'm not I'm not a woman. But hmm. I think it's more on the male side than it is on the female side because the female leaders that I know, I don't think they, they don't really struggle with this as much. No. Their their struggles are different. Obviously, their their struggles. Right. Uh, are, sure. They've got
0: they've got their things that we don't relate to. They don't relate to this. Maybe guys in general are competitive. So, we're going to turn anything into a competition. Um, my pulpit's cooler than yours. My pulpit's bigger than yours. So, those can be, I guess. Um, I think, I know a lot of women that are highly competitive as well, um, but they just don't, I mean, I guess. I will not play freakers. my wife in tennis you because won't.
1: she has the ability. she get so mad when you beat her? No. No, my <laughs> wife has the ability to beat me and um, I, I just can't as as the man of the house i just i just can't i can't you have can't, that you can't deal with that and and it's a struggle for me
0: you would you would almost have to compensate with like larger wheels on your jeep or something you know something like that <laughs> hey now
1: my kids and my wife they they are into this thing all right they so that's really cool um they they are thrilled about my jacked up jeep now
0: so so we kind of shared it but so this is a matter not of validation but of preference opinion right these are what is your preference what do you like to
1: what do you prefer to preach behind me yeah i don't i don't really um i'm just as fine with a stool and a table i'm just as fine with a music stand or a big giant you know imposing pulpit and it doesn't really i don't really have a preference at all huh. i do prefer a handheld mic um as opposed yes i do i want to circle back to that because i'm fascinated by that all right we can Uh, circle back to that so no i don't have a preference i do preach behind our original pulpit just because like the story of it but apparently it's causing some reflective sound issues Um, (laughs) i um
0: i have a preference i i don't feel comfortable behind the giant desk the ones that like you could lay on top of that's uh that's a little weird to me um i do prefer something sturdy I, I like to and um Sam and I, like I said, we had a conversation. I sent some pictures of what I preach behind. It is it is in the pulpit realm. It's not rickety and it is surely did not cost twenty dollars. Um it is um solid, strong. Uh I like that. I don't like music stands just because every experience I've ever had with a music stand, they like slowly sink. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I hate that.
1: that.
0: <laughs> I hate that, but I don't I don't care. Um you know, I led a Bible study, a two-hour sort of disciple, heavy disciple Bible so story uh, study Tuesday morning, 530 in the morning. That's stinking early to do Bible Ooh. studies. But uh, it was a table and uh, I had my laptop up there at my table. I'm fu- I don't care, but I do prefer something sturdy. So the weird thing is I would actually agree with the, um, the preference of the author. I just don't agree with the implication that he makes out of it. I, I like something more sturdy. And uh, well,
1: I you know I will pound the pulpit a little bit because it is. It's like it's big. not going any. Yeah. It's not going anywhere. So I, I, like I beat that. that thing up, man. I'm you know I'm I'm the, it around. And the interesting little thing is that um,
0: this pulpit that I have was bought for me at my previous church. I brought it with me. This is my pulpit. You stole? The I did pulpit? not steal. It was given to me and then when I accepted the call to Conway, uh, everybody knew I was going to take that thing. But I did go ahead and ask the elders again or I kind of reminded them, hey, just a reminder, I'm taking this with me. And my first Sunday here, uh, that's what I preach from. I just have
1: this image of you leaving your church, (laughs) walking out the door. It's like I don't need anything except for this pulpit. That's kind of I'm moving it, on, man. but to to my next calling, uh, I've got, I've got probably yeah, um, not anything like what happened, but I've just got this image of it's you. It's not uh, not
0: like what happened. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about this other preference where you're holding a,
1: a microphone. This is a new thing to me. Yeah, I do prefer the handheld because one, it allows for our sound team to be able to. Manage the volume of my voice better, but I've just gotten used to it. I guess we we had some audio issues um, in our worship space. We still do. Uh, we're you know we've renovated everything. We're working through the audio. It's problems. because of that
0: giant pulpit you got.
1: Yeah, I I have a giant pulpit with a handheld. So <laughs> I'm I'm like a a walking contradiction. You're so gangster, man. You're gangster. Yeah, I am a walking contradiction. Um, and then as far as I dress, I wear a coat, but I don't do suit and tie. Hmm. So, um, and I don't know. I, it, it's Florida. We're all weird. We're bizarre. We're an amalgamation of everything. So it makes sense to me. But yeah, I do prefer the the handheld over the the countryman, as it's called, um, just, just because this sounds a little better, and I can get into it a little more. I think I feel I feel a little like I gotta pull my voice back. In, from the from the countrymen when i when i think I you
0: um i think you just like flexing your arms like stephen furtick that's why you that's why you use that microphone
1: yeah you know i i am um i'm taking some steroids and <laughs> i am i'm beefing up um and I I do hope to in in a couple of years uh, have it, it, you know I'm 40 years old so it's it's time to get on that I mean you better hurry the you know, muscle mass is going to start declining <laughs> so it's time to hurry. go time to go pump some irons so that I can get some guns man I've noticed this and at first I
0: thought it was just I'll be honest with you I thought it was just churches that maybe didn't have the resources to buy the countrymen or you know because those are more pricey um, and they tend to be more fragile so you have to replace them. Uh, yeah, I do. Quite often. I do.
1: I've been known to break them. Yeah. That's the so that's what I
0: thought it was. But this has become extremely popular. Um, nearly all of the large, especially the non-denominational, uh, more what we would call modern, not traditional churches, they're all using these handhelds. And I'm just like, what is that about? That's weird to me.
1: Um, but it's it's preference, I guess. I like. Yeah, and and mine has nothing to do with the fat. I have. I've noticed that as well. Mine was just out of mere practicality uh, mm-hmm. with our sound issues. They're like, "Hey man, you're gonna need to use a handheld." I'm like, "Okay," and I just ended up ended up liking it. Um, so I can actually, for those who use it, even if it's part of a fad, I can see how they like it better. Like I, yeah. I like it better, so I don't, I don't I don't have an issue. Maybe use whatever mic you want. I mean. It, you know, if you if you're like very like I don't move at all, and I read a manuscript and I use a lavalier. Hey, good for you. I mean, a lavalier. Those yeah, are the, it, it, the it doesn't really matter to me. I, again, we shouldn't be looking for a particular image or a particular. You know, we we shouldn't be propping up preferences. But then at the same time, if someone has a preference, it. It shouldn't be a problem. It's it, you know I I would just say hey do it do it do what works for you. Yeah, and that uh, you know. I didn't think it was a
0: I literally didn't think it was a fad. I noticed it was getting more popular and I just assumed they had a reason I didn't know. And it could be uh, it could be the I the, the technology, I just didn't ask anybody.
1: They may know things that we don't know. It could be that the technology is actually pretty good at them. I
0: So do you think that these things, these peripheral things, um and I I've got another one for you. Do you like preaching from a printed
1: always Bible? Yeah. Okay. And actually I I use a large print Bible now. Um Yeah. Someone, you're forty. Someone gifted me a large print Bible, and so it's actually a very large Bible uh, that I put on my very large pulpit after I drive up in my very large Wrangler.
0: <laughs> You're clearly the more the more manly of no,
1: all. No, of no, no! Look, 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 look! It's so big see. you can't even see me. That's huge! You just got
0: eclipsed. I just you got eclipsed. I just put the Bible in
1: front of my. Hold cameras.
0: up the spine. Hold the spine. Look at, this. The spine. look at this. Look oh, at this thing. Nice. It weighs like right. 30
1: pounds. I like it it's when the I right. pump, when I pump iron. Uh-huh. I pump my Bible that's because right. it's that big and that heavy. It gives uh, me big
0: guns. I like that. Uh, I like that you have the right translation um,
1: too. Christian Standard uh, Bible. Yep, and that's that. all. Boy, that's a whole other topic right there. And it, it's uh-huh. some people may have. Uh, so you, the translation you use may be a little more beyond preference. It may be you know more theological, but. For some, but not much. Yeah, There's well, for, a large yeah.
0: swath that is just preference. It, and, it uh, is, yes, and validation and I think. and
1: marketing. It's it's and is what good my club uses these publishers are real good at marketing. You know, hey, so and so uses this. You should use it too. But yeah, I use a printed uh, Bible. Um,
0: I like it. I prefer it. I have my notes on my phone though,
1: and that's what I use to keep. You are my notes a brave print. man. I print out my notes because uh-huh. I fear like. If a battery goes dead, um, Mm -hmm. I could still preach a sermon, but it wouldn't be nearly as good. I'm not chained to my notes, but I do use them substantially in my sermon. Mm. Yeah.
0: So these peripherals, uh, the pulpit, we could even – we could do any of the furniture. Let's say you've got the the remembrance table. We are an EST podcast, so there are people who have – there's a lot of our churches that have remembrance tables. When we partake of the Lord's Supper, we, we have one of those. We don't. Uh, We have like folding tables with tablecloths that pop up, you know. Uh, But the last church I was at, no, it didn't have it anymore. We got – we didn't get rid of it. We moved it. Did Um, you steal
1: that too when you left?
0: I didn't. It didn't match my sleek modern pulpit. (laughs) Uh, So, (laughs) there's uh, there's the table. There's all the furniture. And um, it just depends on how EST your EST church is. I mean – They used to have what's called the deacons' pews. They've had mourners' benches. Uh They've got the remembrance table. Our our deacons sit on the the
1: front row, um, because they take up the offering. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, that front row is is kind of where they sit, and all that's where they sit. So there's the there's a number
0: of furniture items. Then there's the dress of the pastor. And do you think though all of this added together says
1: something? Uh, and what does it say like yeah i think i think the collective i think the collective of all of it does say something about the church of course it does or at least the the direction of the leadership of the church um yeah it it has to and i don't i don't know that anyone is wrong like if you are very traditional suit and tie pocket square you know we even still cover the elements of the lord's supper Mm, um and then pull pull the cloth you know uh, again, that does relay a certain image. Of course it does. Huh. Uh but I don't know that that's a bad thing. I just no. think it's it's just what it is. But the collective of all of it, does it does it give off a certain message? Yes, it, it absolutely
0: does. So do you think a large pulpit would communicate in some regards a higher respect for the Bible?
1: Um no. Actually, I don't think that at all. Yeah, um, what about the what I about think the it communi- I think it just communicates that w- we have a long history rooted in, you know, the way that the church was 100 years ago. But I don't think hey. it because I can point to you some churches that have very large pulpits and very very bad theology.
0: Um, I think I can think of one right now that has an extremely large pulpit and bad theology and it's very well known.
1: So I wouldn't I wouldn't set up the correlation of big pulpit, high view of God's word. Because there are whole swaths of, you know, church life uh, that are very, or that are more traditional, but do not have a high view of God's word. And that the, a lot of those churches have big pulpits and yeah. a lot of the trappings of traditionalism. And again, I, those things aren't bad. So, no, I absolutely would not say that there is a correlation between the size of the pulpit and the view of the word of God. I think you could see, you could, I could point to you churches that like, are so stripped back and minimalistic that they hardly have anything on the stage, but yet th- their view of the Word of God is extraordinarily high. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that I just bring that up because that is
0: an argument being espoused, that the architecture, the furniture, these all are um, designed to raise up a higher view of the Word of God, the The place of the pulpit, that that's… One of the reasons historically the the preacher, the lecturer moved to the center, you know.
1: Well as if that's the case then the then these or, European churches should like have the highest view of God's word, and we know that they don't. Right. Right. So just drawing that correlation is very weak at it, best. It's I mean, not even weak. It's just not there. There is no correlation. And yeah. to make that argument is frankly silly. So, um, that's a whole podcast that we just did based on a
0: tweet that an article – I read the article uh, a couple times because uh, I accidentally disagreed with a very well-known writer. So, um, it had people at me. Um, but I do want to encourage people to get on our Twitter. And yeah. our li- we, we had a whole huge discussion where people were sharing times where people got kind of silly mad at
1: them, which – we should make a whole episode right i mean i think i think we should yeah, at some point we need to we need we to we just read that. them and cause and hello so you no know, thank you listeners because our Twitter uh, our our Twitter feed is fairly active and yeah. it's fun. Please, you know, contribute. And if you disagree with us, hey, this is a public forum. If you if you want to disagree with us, you can just at, just at at uh, Joe Wiki um, at Joe all Wiki. of the all of the disagreements, and then all of the accolades can come to at Sam Ringer. That's right,
0: and I will be happy to respond to all of those um, things. I would also say that our statistics are growing. Crazy fast. The show, the listeners over the last uh, couple of weeks have we picked up quite a few. So thank you to all of our new listeners and those who are sharing the show. Uh, that's all the time we have for right now. We do want you to stick around just for a second and hear this word from Dr. Tom Rayner on our fantastic sponsor, Church Initiative.
2: Hey, this is Tom Rainer. I'm here to tell you about Church Initiative. This ministry partner has been around for a quarter century, 25 years And they're the creator of two highly respected ministries that can help your church grow and revitalize. They are grief share and divorce care. I just commend them to you greatly. I know you're busy. So the thought of adding another ministry sounds challenging, But the makers of grief care share and divorce care get that. It's why they have a team of experienced coaches. They equip your church members to get the program started. So it's not just on your plate. Pastors are saying this is one of the most easiest, most effective ministries they've ever offered. Visit churchinitiative.org forward slash EST to learn more about this life-changing support group that will draw people to your church or check today's show notes, and you can find the link there. Make sure you join us and learn about Church Initiative and their great ministries.
0: You've been listening to EST, a discussion for the established church. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter, as well as subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcatcher. Thanks for listening.